Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Rose Callally with me on the line today. And of course, you'll, you'll know Rose, mum to mum of Rachel, who was murdered by her husband, Joe O'Reilly, at their home in Knoll in North County Dublin back in October 2004. Rose, it's hard to believe that it's 19 years ago. Oh, it is, yeah. It is for us too. In one way, it's not even like 19 months and time is just flying. What age would, would Rachel have been now, Rose? The day, bef- the day she was actually buried, she, was, she turned 31 the night before. And that she was, her body was laid out in our house and she, her birthday was the night before she was, she was buried. At 31. A beautiful, young, vibrant woman with two children only starting out on her life. And it's the more time goes on, the more I think of all that she lost and all that was done to her like she never even got a chance to enjoy her children or to see them growing up. And there was so much taken from her and so unnecessarily. And another thing that sort of really gets to me now more than it did then is not only did he plan to murder her, it wasn't a spur-of-the-moment thing at all. And not only did he do that, but then we discovered during the trial of the awful way he went about taking her character to his friends as a mother, as a person. Like, it was just outrageous and disastrous and horrible what he done to Rachel. And I feel at this stage when... It's coming up to parole again. It's a torture, really. Mm. And I feel there's no magic door would open to bring Rachel back or to give her a chance to experience some of the things that she was entitled to. And to think that a person of his calibre could decide just to snuff out her life like that is just appalling. I know the, the authorities are doing their best and trying to do their best for everybody. But I would appeal to the powers that be, that whoever, just to try and look at their own child, a child that they were rearing and seeing coming, and just before they could, that this child could blossom, that they were taken away in such a horrific manner. Mm. And I'm asking them just to think, there's all different ways of people committing murder. And there's so, and it's murder is murder and taking a life is taking a life. But there are differences. And I think in Rachel's case, it, there was a big difference. Well, it really was, you know, it, it was it was a real, it was, you know, a, a crime that really shocked the the nation rose and 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 the the nature of it and i mean like i i know it's it's very difficult for you and and reliving it but it you know listeners will remember from the time it was you you found rachel at at her house didn't you this is it yeah. and he knew what i was going to find but he he just has no he has no moral compass in any way he knew what I was going to find when I went out there. But that doesn't, that wouldn't worry him. I don't think it would even register with him. 
But it's not even what he done to us and what he's still doing. Because as soon as... But I just keep thinking, he's 16 years in there now. Is 16 years enough of taking someone's freedom? Because that's all that happened to him. I'm not saying I would like to be in that. But he brought that on himself. He chose that the day he t- took our Rachel's life. So I definitely think, you know, there should be some reflection. And I don't think he should be allowed out. Certainly he, not at this stage. Yeah, no, 16 he, years for taking the, her life away from her and taking every chance she ever had. And she was such a go-ahead person. God only knows what she She would have done mm. good in the world. He never admitted it, Rose. No, yeah. and he's still as arrogant as I, as far as I can tell, he's still as arrogant as ever. Never admitted it, never showed any remorse of any kind. I, I was reading about you in the Star, you know, in the in the Star newspaper, and you were you were talking about the fact that you feel that he, you know, he he, he could soon be released, and and that's because the prospect. Um, of parole is coming up again, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. It's well, not the first too- time, though, you've gone through this. I think this is the fourth, fourth time yeah. now. But it's, you know, it's just sort of every two years he gets, but it's not two years for us because after, say, a year and a half and they're making up the parole, the list and anyhow, and from then on, so you have about a year to get over the year before. And it is very, very upsetting. Mm. And the whole upsetting is, when I think of Rachel, like there's no way he should ever, you know, only have to serve that little because time. Because he got a life sentence and he's currently served 16 years. Isn't That's that right? right yeah. And then after the first 12 years, you can start applying for parole, but you you can only do that then every two years. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. yeah. But in his case, it was seven years, I think. Every you know, after seven years, he was able to apply. But now there's a new thing in, and they have to be twelve years. So we wouldn't be on our fourth go at that if, mm. if the new With the law new system. applied to yeah, him. Yeah. But it's just it seems so unfair, and it's a huge burden on Jim and I especially at our age I, it's, it's cruel really How did you how do you get you know are, are you told Rose that We are We are okay you We are you're, um, they contact you and let you know that he's right. eligible for parole and you're given the choice it used to be we'd write in and then they've changed it now and you can meet with some of the parole board and, you know, you have a talk with them. But I suppose the whole, and I know they're all trying to do their, their best, but the whole thing is fairness for everybody. You know, fairness mm. for the, the person that died, as well as whoever's serving time. And take into consideration the circumstances of that death. Yeah. You know, as I said, I've often heard of people dying and uh, they'd be murdered, but not in a planned way. It might be done out of anger or on the spur of the moment and all. But there's a big difference when a person murders their own wife, the mother of their child. And when you think even before that, 
that's what I that's sort of resonating mm. with me more so now that before he even killed her, he was killing her, trying to kill her character. You know, it's just appalling what he done. Will Will you take that opportunity, Rose, yourself and and Jim, um, to to engage now and meet with the parole board? Do you do that? We did. Yeah, we did. But it's just sort of it's not. You know, you're you're speaking to. Um, members of the parole board and all, but it's still, it's what it comes down to in the long run is really the the crux of the matter. So I would appeal to the people or whoever out there will make the decision to really look at the whole picture. Yeah. Have you contacted them? Did, did, you, did you write to them as well, Rose? Oh, we did. Each yeah. year we'd write and we'd, okay. we'd write down... Like each of us write down, to be honest with you, I don't think about what I'm going to say even when I'm writing. I'll just sit down and what's in my heart and my head, yeah. I'll say at that moment. And I, that's what I've done each time. And each time you'd probably say something different, but it's everything that's going on in your head. But I feel they're trying to do their best, and I know that. But I feel that there's differences in murders. And I think mm. they should reflect and look into the whole picture. I don't think even after 16 years they should be considering. You know, I think there should be, say, 25 years. And after that, maybe, at least 25 years. Do you, just, just I suppose to explain to people, Rose, you know, listening now to, to us today, how... Like every two years when this now comes up, that, you know, he's able to apply for, reapply for parole. And as you say, you know, you get one year where it's maybe been declined or it's not approved and you get yeah. a, a little... Well, you get one, one part of that because every two years, you know, it's going to come yeah. up. So you start worrying and the older we get, like I was so focused and I so believed in the justice that he would serve, you know, a fair amount of years. But now the more you go on and the more I look around and see what's going on and see what people, the sentences people are getting for, it just appalls me and it frightens me. And I think, to be honest with you, they should really, there's a a whole picture and I'm just appealing to them to look at the whole picture mm. and have mercy on us as well as on Rachel. Because if he got out on parole now, she would not have got justice in my... And so that's what I'm trying to fight for. And here we are, you know, 19 years, years on. After, like, and I'm still trying to fight for justice. Rachel for would have been celebrating See, he, her. He was floating around for three and a half years before the trial even went, you know, started. So it's been a long, long road for us. Well, Rachel would have been 50, Rose, yeah, this year. she yeah. would, yeah. yeah. Can I ask you, um, I just want to ask you, because you, you mentioned them a little earlier, Rose, how are the kids? I don't see them now. I and I don't really, for their sake, I don't really want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's them. fair enough. No, you know, it's enough. Not I just wanted them. to ask when you mentioned, you know, just it's yeah, 
it's Rachel's 19th anniversary um, just yesterday, Rose, yesterday, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Do yourself and Jim, do you do anything to, to mark it? Well, we have great friends, thank God. We're blessed with great friends. And two of them took Jim and out for lunch. Jim and I out for lunch yesterday. And then Jim and I would normally go out to the, the cemetery and they took us out yesterday and we put flowers on the grave and that. And we had a lovely day in her memory. Mm. And that's, that's important, Rose, you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're keeping well, though, yourself and Jim, aside from... Well, we're pulling the devil by the tail. I'm yeah. sitting at the moment with my leg in a brace. I broke Are my you? kneecap. But okay? um, we're getting by, like we're yeah. beyond our best days, let's say. Well, mind yourself, and I, I, the, the, you're, I know you're lit up at the moment there with your knee, but but look after yourself, Rose. You know, and okay, I appreciate and you uh, chatting to me today. It was nice talking you too. to you. Take care. God bless. Bye bye. There's a message in from Suzanne as well. Uh, just Rose, you know, please tell Rose I, I pass her house every day, and I, I think of herself and Rachel. Sending my heartfelt love. Another email in from Anya as well. My, my best wishes to Rose. She's some woman. Herself and Jim are just amazing people. Other listeners then just sending in their messages of support, Rose, for your, yourself and, and Jim too, and and people thinking of you. Uh, the email today is lunchtime live at newstalk.com. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.